Hello, and welcome to the Five Core Life Podcast with Will Moore. Today, Will sits down with special guest Denise Walsh, a former clinical psychologist who fell out of love with the routine of paperwork and being a zombie at the office. And instead, she chose to become an entrepreneur to help more people improve their lives. She discusses her book, Dream Life Every Day, which helps anyone who wants to grow into their next best self. Denise shares the Dream Life Pathway as a mind, heart, and feet approach to success. In addition, she created a journal version for teens to help young people understand the importance of creating success habits while you're still young. A few of the tips she shares include borrowing confidence from people with more experience, explaining that you become what you think about through affirmations and visualizations, and making discipline a habit in order to build success. Are you ready to fire on all cylinders? If so, let's go. Everyone has the same five core areas of their life that ultimately determine how happy they'll be. Unfortunately, most of us have developed failure habits in each, and it's Will Moore's mission to help replace those with success habits to maximize momentum. After exiting his business for a combined nine-figure sum, Will learned it's not just about becoming an entrepreneur of your career, but an entrepreneur of the most important business you'll ever run, your life. And to crush it in your life requires firing on all cylinders in your five cores by continually taking action, building habits, and maintaining balance in each. Tell us, tell us a little bit about who you are. And I was actually on your show. Um, you have a, a, a show as well. So give us a little bit of background on you. Yeah. So I think, yeah, your podcast actually went out this week on the Dreamcast. And um, my audience has loved hearing your wisdom and uh, like just your passion for creating, for scaling and creating momentum in, our, in your life. So thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Um, but my name is Denise, for those that haven't met yet. I um, am a former clinical psychologist. I got my master's in clinical psychology because I truly love to help people grow. But I found in my corporate world <laughs> that it was more about policy, paperwork, procedure. It was less about people, and I got burnt out. I call, I, I call it my quarter life crisis, where I was like, I don't want to be here for the next 30 years. But unfortunately, I mean, that's all I was taught, right? Go to school, get a job, stay there, retire. And so I had to start thinking outside the box and I became an entrepreneur myself. I started an at-home business over 13 years ago and have been full-time working for myself for over a decade. Uh, and wow. yeah, I mean, it's one Good of those you. things where, you know, you, you, you set a goal, you hit it, and then you get to redream and you get to, you get to bust through your own glass ceiling time and time again. Oh man, is it not the most rewarding and unbelievable feeling ever when it's like you're like okay nobody else created this for me i did this from scratch and i clawed scraped cried yeah. whatever else you had to do to get there and you busted through and you did it and it's like there's just no better feeling so i well, love talking yeah go ahead well it's true i think when i was working my job i found that i felt like a zombie to be honest i was living for the weekends i wasn't engaged anymore with what I was doing. I would have to take mental health days for myself to not like mm -hmm. be so overwhelmed. And when I started my business, that was my own boss. I set my own hours and I was excited about it. So it was, I worked a lot, um, but I was passionate and, and it impacted more people than I ever could at my regular job. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's so great. Right. So I love talking to fellow entrepreneurs because you know, and, and first off, I want to disclaim this with you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be successful. 
Uh, obviously I was an entrepreneur. I enjoy talking to other entrepreneurs because they get, they understand what it takes not only to, to, to be able to, to become one, but to be a successful one and how difficult it is. And just that there's a, there's a bond that you have with fellow entrepreneurs that I think that can't, can't be explained where it's like you did, I did, I know, I know yeah. how many hours you had to work. I know how, how many mountains you had to climb. Right. So like, it's funny. I think I, I remember reading something about how an entrepreneur, a definition of an entrepreneur is somebody who's willing to, to work 20 hours a day to avoid a nine to five job. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. like, so true. It's like, I just wanted to be myself for myself. I don't care what it takes or how, and because I'm passionate and I, you know, ideal, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to be passionate and super into what you're doing. Right. Otherwise, there's just too many obstacles that are going to hit you that are going to be able to stop you in your tracks. If you're not like, I absolutely love this. And I know that I'm going to be able to push through and get to the other side. Right. Um, but you know, right. And, and it's, it's getting through to that other side that, that there's just nothing like, so tell us a little bit about um, kind of what your, you know, this book that you just wrote, first of all, and, and how you got to this point, I think this isn't even your first book and how you're helping people yourself being an entrepreneur, which you've also turned into your business, just like I have to become the best version of people's selves and how you're doing it and how you're helping people. Yeah. I, you know, I think one of the reasons why entrepreneurs get each other is because it's very easy to see the stage, but when you've been in the grind, you know what it took to get there. So there's this like camaraderie. Uh, so yeah, right. after, I mean, hitting the tippity top of our company and experiencing crazy success within our company, we started getting these questions. What do you do? How do you do it? If I were a fly on your wall, tell me what to do so I can experience success too. And I knew I couldn't just message people back a sentence. You know, that's like a big question. Uh, it's a lot. There's a lot there. It's not just like, oh, go do this and you'll make a million dollars. So I started to create materials that I had used with my team for a decade that would impact anybody who wanted to, to grow, who wanted to burst through their own glass ceiling and and like step into that next self because i feel like we have the ability to choose we can either shrink back and be like whatever and kind of give up or we can dig deep and do it again and uh so my book my first one design your dream life is kind of the meat and potatoes and in that book i teach the dream life pathway which is your head heart feet approach to your dream so first it's like getting clear on what you want it's getting your mind right. It's creating positive thought habits and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we talk all about retraining your brain and um, and like the neural connections and that kind of stuff. And then heart is all about life purpose, your passions, your strengths. And I often say when you're when you're when you go from your head to your heart, like game over. When you know what you want and you fully believe that like this is what you're here to do, and you know you have no like that, then a then a stop sign becomes a speed bump like you said like you're passionate you're on board your fire is lit and then feet is all about action time management what do what can i do today in order to take nice. that next step but i found that is when people like all right this is what i want they still need something to do every day they need to stay focused and so i created several journals to help with that process of keeping your own fire lit keeping your personal vision strong and again, as I'm working with my clients and, and with my team and I'm doing live events, people consistently said to me, I need this for my teenager. <laughs> I wish right. I learned this when I was a teenager and my teen 
needs to learn these skills. And so I created a Dream Life Teen Journal that really focuses on that head, heart, feet approach, but uh, like all of the gratitude games and concepts within it are geared towards teen issues. Well, so I love what you're doing and my hat is off to you. First of all, just this last live that I just said, I did one right before this. Um, and I talk about this all the time as well is one of my biggest pet peeves with people that are, you know, whatever you want to call us. I don't even like the word self-help. I feel like it's got a negative connotation, personal development, people that, that are basically trying to help others. Um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the times there's, 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 there's monetary reasons that are the primary goal behind that. And, you know, a lot of these things are hollow, hollow things like where people just, they'll spout out something that they heard from somebody else, but they're not giving you an actual system, an actual concrete, like, okay, here's something that you can actually do that I've put my brain and my everything in me to help you to become better, like anybody can just requote or, 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 you know, repeat principles and, and spout it out. But then it's like, we all know, I mean, you being in this business and me um, with my own personal growth journey, as well as helping other people, it doesn't happen overnight. And you, you get super fired up, you'll hear something and you'll be like, yes, like I, I, you know, back in the day, I would read a book and I'd be like, yes. But if I didn't actually start taking the actions on those things, and incorporating them into my life and not stop until it became part of my life and building that momentum, then it, it was all for naught. And it took me a long time to learn that lesson. But I, I vowed when I got into like saying that, okay, I want to help people yeah. and I want them to, you know, learn all these things that I didn't know back then. And I, I was like, I'm going to create a system. And I'd created kind of my own system anyways along the way. And so I'm like, okay, how do I universalize this and make it so that anybody can use it? And I also love that you're doing it with teens because the younger, the better, right? Well, that's right. I mean, honestly, you, the habits you create by the time you're 24 often stick with you for life. And so the younger we can create these success habits and there's gratitude games in there, there's space for, um, I call it time to pray time to listen and time to write all three important for this being and then the doing where we have affirmations and visualization and teaching these these skills. Yep. Uh, like, I mean that I know when I learn those skills change my life. And if I can, I can imagine a teen learning those skills, it can set them up for a whole, a whole different life than they would have had if they didn't learn it. Right. So uh, I, I'm not going to ask you how old you are. I'm 44. And I look back, you know, 25 years ago when I was, you know, in college and I'm trying to figure all this stuff out. And God, I'm like, had I known now then what I know now, like, holy cow. And at the same time, I don't regret it because, you know, it was for me, it was a journey. It's going to be a journey for everybody. And you don't just want things handed to you on a silver platter. And it doesn't work that way anyways, because, yeah. you know, if you give somebody all the information, they still have to, to, to want to do it and go through the journey themselves. But just having certain knowledge of certain principles and certain things that have proven themselves from the beginning of time, these immutable principles and are going to prove themselves to the end of time. And they're, you know, they don't change. And if you're taking action on those things and that's what you're living your life by versus just being pulled in a million different directions by the next shiny thing that wiggles its itself in front of you, which so many of us do. Um, that's, that's how you progress. And that's how, you know, you get ahead and, and become that happiest, best version of yourself. And it sounds like you've, you're on board with that and have figured that out and you're helping people to do that as well. 
when I was a psychologist, um, I met with so many people who hated their lives. <laughs> I mean, right. just really in hard situations um, and, and didn't see a way out. And so when I was in my psychology days, I remember saying things like borrow my confidence. You know, I've seen somebody experience depression and come out on the other side, borrow my confidence. And then when I got into business coaching, I saw that same like ready, like need, they're ready for change. They wanted change. They didn't want to be in debt anymore. They didn't want to have this job or eight jobs that they had, you know, they were ready for change, but they needed somebody to say, borrow my confidence. I know this will work for you because I've seen it over and over and over again. And I feel like because of the experience you and I've had, we're able to with confidence say, here are the steps we know will change your life. And, and that's what my books are about because it's, it, it's not a one thing. It's not like, Oh, here's a script. Go send this to everyone. It's, it's who you are when you send the script. It's, your thought patterns, it's the, the excitement you have about your goal. You know, there's a lot of these things that all connect together. And when you're in that alignment, when you're in that connection, like game over, you've already won. And it's just a matter of time. Love that. That's it's, it's so true. So in the vein of habits, which is something uh, clearly you're familiar with as well, and, and habits are a big part of everybody's lives. The, some, some will argue that 97% of our actions are based on these automatic habits. And habits are, you know, there's been all sorts of science and research done, but it, it, these are these things that our brains are constantly trying to conserve energy naturally. And so we, we develop a habit and it becomes automatic and our, our brains are like, okay, I've done this many times, so rather than have to think about it too much, I'm just going to keep doing this. And the problem is most of us have developed these failure habits, and we need to replace those with what, what we call success habits. And so in, in, in that vein, you know, are there certain habits that you are more passionate about in terms of uh, that you realize are the biggest killers to people's growth and becoming this best version of themselves and maybe just pick one or, or, or two that you would say, and even in your own life that, okay, this is something that I was able to recognize was, was hurting me and I was able to stop. And by doing that, this is what it's led to. Yeah. There's two that stand out to me that when I realized that this was more than a cool poster, you know, cause we hear a lot of these things, but we don't quite understand how right. it, how powerful it really is. So the whole premise of you, um, you become what you think about. You become what you think about. And when I realized that there's two reasons why you become what you think about, and um, it doesn't really matter what's going on in your life because you can think about what it is you want and really speak life into that, and you'll see your life change. So affirmations and visualization were not, were, they were not something I did consistently in my early business. I would say... Um, I was a hard worker, but I didn't really have vision. I had to learn vision. Oh. And I think that's because I was a good student. You know, I do what I'm told and I had to learn uh, how to have vision for myself. And so affirmations and visualization were really powerful for me to see myself three steps ahead. Uh, personal vision, I say, is when you can see yourself three steps ahead and can't wait to get there. Like you wake up in the morning with a fire and your belly and you know where you're going. So the reason why affirmation speaking life over your goal is if it's already happened, visualization seeing yourself doing it as if it's already happened right. are powerful because it unlocks the reticular activating system 
And so if you think of the last time, you've probably heard of this example, but when you get, when you're looking for a car, right? You go test drive a car. And then all of a sudden, let's say you are in a yellow Jeep and all of a sudden you start seeing yellow Jeeps all over town. They probably were there before, but you didn't notice them until your reticular activating system deemed it important. And now it's showing it to you or you're pregnant, right? And now when I was pregnant, all of a sudden there's pregnant people everywhere. And you're like, right. they're, they're probably always there, but your brain decides what's important to you and yeah. shows you, filters your world based on what you're thinking about. Uh, and then the second thing that was like a like an aha moment to me was when I realized that your subconscious does not differentiate between a real or an imagined event, which basically means that if you're thinking about your success, you're imagining your success, you're imagining that $10,000 check coming into your bank account, you're you're speaking life into it, you're really getting detailed in that picture and you're using your imagination for good in your life, uh, your subconscious has to figure out a way to make it so. Like it's just kind of how life works. And so we can use those two habits, affirmations, visualization, to create that personal vision for ourselves to keep us going and to create magic in our lives. Wow, fantastic answer. It's as if I'd asked you before and you scripted it, but I didn't. Um, that was really good. So clearly, right, that, I hope everybody is listening. That was really solid stuff there. Um, and now let me ask you on the opposite side. Are there, um, is there maybe a failure habit that you have been able to over, well, I guess that kind of answers that. Um, is, is there a specific failure habit maybe that you see in most of the people that you work with or talk to besides those two that you were just saying that, you know, you feel, and maybe even in your own life that at, at some point it, it's, it's, if you're not able to get rid of it, you're just straight up going to be lost and not be able to, to get to that end point that you want to be. I think the thing that keeps me stuck the most is um, not knowing what I want. And um, I will have people come to me and they'll say, I don't want to be here. I, I, but I don't really know what I want next. Mm -hmm. And so clarity on what we want next is a skill as well. And then, and then believing or knowing that you can get it. So I'll maybe say I want to lose 50 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever it is. But if I don't really think I can, <laughs> then I won't. And so I often find the people that come to me are like, all right, I want life to be different, but we, they don't really know what they want yet. So that's step one is to really gain that clarity. That's the mindset. What do I want? The clarity piece, but then also believe that they can get it. And, and if yeah. you feel stuck right now, or if you don't feel like you have a passion, start with what do I want? What do I want? I actually interviewed um, Mark Victor Hansen, who did he did the co-authoring with Jack Canfield for Chicken Soup for the Soul. Nice. I interviewed him yesterday, and uh, I asked him, how do you keep redreaming? Like, you've done it all, it right. all right? right. Um, and, and he said he has 7,000 goals on his dream board. Wow. And I was like, wow. that's, that's my next goal is to figure out 7,000 goals. I know, right. <laughs> um, right. That, so most people are like, what, 7,000? So that's the point with goals. Like goals are, you know, you can have five main goals, you can have three main goals, you can have 7,000. 
you know, at the end of the day, the, the purpose of goals for me is to make sure you continually move forward and movement is happiness, momentum, moving, moving in the right direction. If you're stagnant, if you're not going anywhere, if you don't have a purpose and you're not headed somewhere, you're not going to be happy and you're going to, you're going to find yourself wanting, but having those goals, you know, that's key. So, right. I don't, I don't have 7,000. I definitely have several, um, you know, and so, you know, to each his own, but to me, it's like, as long as you've got these things structured in a way that every day you're aware of them. And like you were saying, it's that awareness piece and you're like, okay, this is what, and connecting, I call it what you were saying earlier, connecting to your why, like when you were talking about like understanding why it's going to make a difference versus just like reading it on a, a billboard and being like, Oh yeah, that seems to make sense. But like deep down, like, why do I want to get to this goal? What is that going to do for me internally? And what is it going to make me, uh, who's, it, who am I going to become if I actually reach that? And then it's like, when you connect to that, things become a lot easier. And then you have this kind of internal engine that's fighting for you. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to get there. And then you got to make that commitment like we were talking about, no matter what you commit to yourself and you say, okay, I'm going to do it. I really, I know that this is going to bring me what I'm looking for in terms of this piece of my life. And then it's developing a system to get there. So that's why I said my hat's off to you for helping people have a system to do that. Well, people tell me all the time, they're like, you're so motivated. And I'm like, well, I'm just disciplined. <laughs> I, I have a system and I do it consistently. So it doesn't feel hard when it's a habit, right? Yes. And, yes. and I think that the sooner you can create some of those success habits, like drinking water and doing your workouts and having personal, you know, the journaling time, doing the personal development, you're, you know, all of those things start to compound over the years. And, um, you know, am I motivated? Sure. But I, but really it's, it's the consistency of those disciplines that I think have helped me the most. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I love that. And right. It's, it is, it's that consistency and using the law of compounding. I like to mention my, I call it my equation of life, your belief system, plus your repeated actions, plus time equals who you will become. So the things that you're operating off of, your belief system that you're taking actions on, um, and then you, you, know, you keep taking actions and they become habits, right? And then habits don't care if they're working for or against you. Once they're doing their thing, they're doing their thing. And so then time, you know, give it some time and then all of a sudden you're building that positive momentum and that's who you're gonna become. And it's that simple. I mean, it's simple and it's not simple, but people want to make it a lot more complicated than that. And then somebody wants to sell you for nine ninety nine the secret to the universe for, you know, and that you can get overnight, but it's just not how it works. It's the law of compounding and it's going to take a little bit of time. And like you were saying, being able to develop that discipline and doing it. And then all of a sudden when you're doing it, it doesn't feel like work anymore because you're kind of in the rhythm and you've developed a habit of being productive and proactive and, and getting to where you want to go. So that's in the journal there's a section that says do it. So there's the like being section, which is time to pray, time to listen, time to write. And then um, there's a gratitude game in each day as well to raise that emotional body so we can start seeing the world differently. And then there's a doing section where it says your goal and then you then it says say it, picture it, do it. So that's affirmations, visualization, and then action. And I have them write down like three to five things they can do that day for that specific goal. And what's really interesting is at first it can feel like a turtle. You know what I mean? You're like, is this actually helping me right. get somewhere? Right. But then eventually um, it 
that's the compound where you start to see that movement and that change. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we're like, I'm going to write a book. Well, you write a book one chapter at a time, you know? And so really saying, what can I do today that will help take me there uh, can help keep you focused along the journey and get you to the final destination. Love it. Great stuff. Well, I just got a notification that my phone's about to die because I just did back-to-back -back interviews. Last time this happened, my phone actually died in the middle of the interview, and then actually you can't then save it on Instagram. So oh, I lost the whole okay. interview. So I'm going to wrap up. This has been amazing. I'm happy to do this again. I'll be on your show, vice versa. I love chatting with you. We're on the same page. You're doing awesome Absolutely. stuff. Keep doing it. Thank you so much for being on the show. And tell us real quick how we can find you. Yeah, if you are ready, if you've got a teen or you know people who are graduates, that kind of stuff, go to dreamlifeteen.com. Get moving, build momentum, join the movement. Go to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five cores.